The following is a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike LLC. Hello, everyone. This is John Patchett, and welcome to the Winter Weekly Wrap from Hawkeye's Mike. This is our new podcast focusing on Iowa men's and women's basketball as well as wrestling, plus updates on Hawkeye's football. You'll hear from Iowa's head coaches and student athletes, as well as sports reporters and special guests. This Hawkeye's Mike podcast will also regularly feature our own Tyler Chumeland and Jack Bransgard. And in this week's show, you'll have special reports on men's and women's basketball and wrestling, including a preview of the Big Ten dual meet Iowa hosting Penn State tonight in Carver Hawkeye Arena. You'll also hear from Fran McCaffrey, Lisa Bluter, Tom Brands, and Iowa wrestlers Thomas Gilman, Michael Kemmerer, and Sammy Brooks. Hawkeye's mic programs are brought to you in part by Prefence Hand Sanitizer. One application lasts all day. Try the hand sanitizer used by the Iowa Hawkeyes. And remember, the best defense is Prefence. And by TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years. Before we turn to the Iowa men's basketball report, next week tune in to hear a special recruiting update just prior to the National Signing Day, which is coming up on February 1st, as Iowa coaches are spread across the nation scrambling to fill out the new class. This was not the best week for Iowa men's basketball. The Hawkeyes got blown out at Northwestern last Sunday, 89-54. It was horrible defense. They never could get on track during that game from the opening tip to the end. It was really over early in the second half. Some speculated there was a hangover still from the upset win earlier in the week versus Purdue. But whatever the case, this young Iowa team was not up to the task in Northwestern. Then last night at Carver Hawkeye Arena, Iowa fans and players were hoping for a re- of the Purdue upset as the Hawkeyes faced off against 25th ranked Maryland, which is also holding down first place in the Big Ten. There was a slow start for Iowa. McCaffrey complained about a lack of effort early. There were multiple lineups, especially in the first half. The Hawkeyes trailed 41-32 at halftime and then almost improbably stormed back to take a small lead late in the game, mostly led by terrific bench play for the Hawkeyes, and then only to have the Terrapins go on a 15-4 run to end the game, and the final score was Maryland 84, Iowa 76. Those two losses dropped the Hawkeyes to 11 and 9 overall and underwater 3 and 4 in the Big 10. It's a bye week now and it comes at just the right time for the Iowa Hawkeyes. There are lingering injuries to key players, especially Peter Jock who has back problems and Dom Yule with a thumb injury. The time off should help. In last night's game, Yule didn't play at all and Jock was nowhere near 100%. Iowa next takes the court January 25th at Illinois. That's an 8 p.m. start. It will be televised on the Big Ten Network. Following the loss to Maryland, Fran McCaffrey talks about his team's effort in the second half and how Maryland bounced back at the end to pull out the win. I would I would say this. I, I think you got to give them credit for the shots they made. I mean, they were moving the ball. Our activity defensively was much better, obviously, in the second half. I'm proud of our guys and the way they fought back. Uh, but, you know, they, they did a good job of you know, answering our runs with with timely baskets. McCaffrey was asked what his message to his players was at halftime. You know, it, it started with some disappointment regarding our effort level at the start of the game because I don't 
think I nor any coach ever expects perfection, especially when you're playing a team of this caliber. I mean, Maryland's really good. Mark's a terrific coach. They run really good stuff. They're hard to guard. But I didn't think our effort at the beginning of the game matched their ability to move the ball and execute their offense. Now, as the half wore on, we got better, obviously. And so I wanted more of that than what we had at the start. And this week, McCaffrey also talked about playing in the Big Ten this season, where there is so much balance, and almost any team can beat any other team on any given night, especially on their home court. I think it's great for the league. I think it, it speaks to you know, who we are as a conference. In theory, that's how it should be. I mean, everybody pays their coaches, invests money. They have practice facilities. They have nutritionists and charter planes. Everybody should be good. Everybody should aspire to be good. And that's what our league does. You know, we some leagues, that's not the case. The teams at the top spend a lot more money than the teams at the bottom, and that's why it never changes. It's not the case in our league. How many things have you touched today? Hmm? Ooh, a puppy. <laughs> How many places have your hands been? Ooh, a keyboard. 24-hour hand sanitizer protection just makes sense. Prefins, a silica-based hand sanitizer, protects your hands all day. Stays on. Up to 10 washings. Moisturizes. Alcohol-free. And safe for the kids. So go ahead. Touch anything and everything. Ew, a toilet. Prefins, keep your hands germ-free all day. Now it's time for your Hawkeyes Mike wrestling update for the Iowa Hawkeyes. Hawkeyes had a big matchup this past Sunday in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Number one Oklahoma State, the Cowboys, hosting the number three Iowa Hawkeyes. Things did not go the way the Hawkeyes had planned. 24-11, to 11, they lost in that dual meet. Let's go ahead and recap what happened, and let's look ahead to the upcoming meet against Penn State coming up this Friday the 20th. At 125, number one, Thomas Gilman, victorious on Sunday over Nick Pacini of Oklahoma State. Major decision. We all thought the dual meet got off to a good start for the Hawkeyes. That ended up not being the case. Gilman continued, though, to con- his strong season, filled with matches where he scores bonus points. He's recorded bonus points in every single one of his matches this season, except for one match. He'll match up with Nick Suriano of Penn State. The freshman's beaten number five, Tim Lambert from Nebraska, and number six, Lizak from Minnesota in consecutive matches. That was only two weeks ago. This could very well be a preview of the championship match in the Big Tens. Depends on how good Suriano ends up being in the tournament scene once we get to postseason wrestling. But again, this could be a very, very big match for Thomas Gilman to really set the tone. Gilman's going to wrestle number 16, Jose Rodriguez from Ohio State coming up next week in the dual meet. Gilman has an interesting perspective on wrestling uh, big name schools like Oklahoma State and Penn State. Here's Thomas Gilman, the senior 125 pounder for the Hawkeyes on his approach going into this Penn State meet. It doesn't boil my blood. I mean, it doesn't boil my blood any more than Oklahoma State or any other state, Iowa State. Um, It's just names. Along with names come different difference in ideologies. And I think that's what boils my blood more than than the name is the the difference in ideology. But no, it doesn't boil my blood too much because I get fired up as it is. If I get too fired up, I, I, I make mistakes. So um, getting fired up over a name is, is kind of silly to me, but I'll get fired up over an ide- ideology for sure. At 133, number three, Corey Clark lost seven to six to then ranked number three, Cade Brock from Oklahoma State last week. Cade Brock continues to really, really wrestle well. Corey Clark still trying to get back on his feet um, after missing a good chunk of the season with injuries so far. Clark was bumped off the top spot in the rankings. Should have a ton of motivation to bounce back against sophomore George Carpenter of Penn State. 
great opportunity for Iowa to score some much-needed bonus points at 133. In fact, Clark's scoring bonus points could be the deciding factor in this meet where it could really come down to it could really be close at the end. Clark could use the big confidence booster as well. He's going to have number one Nathan Tomasello next week when the Hawkeyes wrestle the Buckeyes of Ohio State. At 141, number 19, Topher Carton didn't win against Dean Heil last week, but he wrestled really, really tough, only losing 8-5 to five in a regular decision. Probably the best silver lining, I would think, um, other than 157 with Michael Kemmerer um, outside of the Oklahoma State meet. Carton's going to have All-American Jimmy Gulliban from Penn State, but again, Gulliban has been really up and down this season. He hasn't won nearly as many matches, I think, as he would have liked to. Gulliban has lost his last two matches to top 10 opponents in Crystal from Nebraska and Oshinault from Rutgers. So it'll be interesting to see where his motivation is against Carton. Does he bounce back and really, really wrestle well against Topher, or is he a little down in the dumps? It'll be interesting to see where he's at. You would think that Kale Sanderson and his staff would have his mind right where it needs to be, but he could be right for the picking. Topher Carton could use a huge upset. I think Carton's probably the most underrated wrestler on this Iowa staff. Right number 19 could very well be ranked much higher than that. I would look to Topher Carton to possibly try to emerge as a guy that can really make an impact postseason. Number 14, Luke Pletcher of Ohio State. He'll be uh, he'll be Carton's matchup next Friday when the Hawkeyes wrestle the Buckeyes. 149, number 3, Brandon Sorensen lost his first, first match of the year to now number 2, Anthony Kalika of Oklahoma State in overtime. So he's going to look to bounce back, but unfortunately it's against his rival and number 1 ranked wrestler Zane Rutherford of Penn State who beat Sorensen for the Big Ten and NCAA titles last season. An upset here isn't likely as the last time these two um, have wrestled, the last couple times these two have wrestled. Rutherford looks like a much better wrestler, but again, Sorensen should have all the motivation in the world to redeem himself from the past uh, with the Nittany Lion Grappler as well as with his loss last week. So we'll see where Sorensen is at as far as his mental state. Um, really, really, really trying to wrestle his game, wrestle offensively against Rutherford. Don't get in those positions uh, that he's been in um, against Rutherford. It could be a good opportunity for Sorensen to get an upset. Sorensen will get number five, Micah Jordan, next week against Ohio State. 157 and what will be one of the most anticipated matchups of this dual meet, 157 should be a treat. It's going to be former Young Guns Wrestling Club teammates, number one, Jason Nolf for Penn State versus number two, Michael Kemmerer for the Hawks. Kemmerer's continuing a successful season with a 4-3 and three decision over Smith of Oklahoma State Sunday, but Nolf is a totally different animal. This kid is great. This is going to give us a real good indicator as to how good Kemmerer can be going forward. I think he's right there, and he's wrestled some, wrestled some really, really good wrestlers, but I think this is going to be his first real true test when he wrestles a guy in Jason Nolf. So a win here could ultimately spark the momentum for Kemmerer going forward, but it could also spark the Hawkeyes' momentum as they go forward as well. Uh, this will be Nolf's biggest test today as well, if you really think about it. He had a major decision um, over Berger a couple weeks ago in Nebraska, but other than that, Nolf really hasn't had to wrestle anybody terrific um, on the season. The freshman Kemmerer was asked about this earlier this week. Here's his comments on approaching this huge match with Nolf, a guy who he's familiar with. I just focus on myself and focus on what I do and don't think too much about the other guy. I just kind of, you know, it's all they're all just opponents to me. That's it. It's number one versus number two, not something the Hawkeyes are too unfamiliar with. They've had all sorts of top two bouts um, in the past. You think back to a lot of those great matchups. Most of them come um, in the postseason, in the Big Ten wrestling season, as well as the NCAAs, but this is a big one, and Tom Brands knows this. Here's the head coach speaking about this earlier this week. I'm expecting our guy to go out and wrestle like we're capable of wrestling, get ready to go like you do any other time. You know, you talk a lot about one and two, and you talk a lot about um, big matches, and the bottom line is they're all big matches. Um, and, and number two, when it's a match like
like that. Hey, you gotta big it up a little bit. It's like I said earlier, this isn't something where you just go out there and even though your approach might be the same, but there's just gonna be a little more octane. There's gonna be a little more to it, a little more. I'm gonna get up just a little bit more, and it's you know probably makes it you know more fun, makes it more you know interesting or compelling for the fans, but it makes it more fun for you too. This is what you live for. You don't you don't shy from those matches. You live for those matches. So you know I'm anticipating that our guy's gonna be be ready to go, and you know every indication is I don't see him sitting over there, but every indication that I've seen is um, he's ready to go. Moving on to 165, number 19, Joey Gunther did not wrestle against Oklahoma State. Skyler St. John stepped in. He lost to Rogers by pin at 218 to the number six wrestler. If it's Gunther or St. John again, they're going to have a tough match. Uh, Vincenzo Joseph is very good, right number four right now. Uh, Joseph's the freshman, hasn't lost since November. An upset here, as I've said all, all along this whole program so far, is it could dictate the meet. I know a broken record, but an upset at 165 could really dictate the meet um, if they if the Hawkeyes were able to get a big win. 174, number 13, Alex Meyer lost to Crutchmer last week to Oklahoma State again by a score of 5-2, to two, but he's going to have a nice opportunity to bounce back against Penn State. If he can get a nice win against Penn State where he's going to wrestle number 14, Gino Morelli, it could allow Meyer to maybe get his A game moving along, but unfortunately next week he's going to have a very tough task. One of the best wrestlers in the country in Bo Jordan, the number one ranked wrestler at 174 for the Buckeyes. 184, Sammy Brooks, ranked number five. He moved up a spot after beating number five, Nolan Boyd of Oklahoma State. Major decision, 13 to three. Brooks wrestled really, really, really well, but he gets 2016 NCAA runner-up Bo Nickel, now ranked number two at 184 from Penn State. After the big match up with Nickel, Brooks is going to get Miles Martin from Ohio State, who upset Nickel for the 174-pound title last season. It's a huge week for Brooks, not only just for his motivation going forward and his momentum, but also for seeding in the Big Ten and the NCAA. Brooks was asked about the big stage in this meet against Penn State earlier this week. Obviously, it's a big matchup between number two and number one. Here's Sammy Brooks speaking about how big this meet really is. I think that the people who come here, they know what the big stage is like, and uh, they're competitors, so I have, I'm pretty confident in the, in the guys in our lineup, you know, even no matter what age they are, that they're going to be ready. So, you know, nothing crazy. They, they know what's, on, what's at stake, and uh, they know what the environment will be like. At 197, Cash Wilkie's been the guy at 197 for Iowa. Well documented that he doesn't lose big, but he's also really working to kind of find out what works, being an underclassman. This would be a great time for him to figure it out as he's going to wrestle number eight, Matt McCutcheon. If he can't score an upset here, the key for Wilkie is to really, really not allow bonus points. Bonus points would be so critical. Wilkie wrestled pretty well last week, lost six to nothing to number four, Preston Weigel of Oklahoma State. So if he cannot allow bonus points to McCutcheon, this could be a detrimental match for the Iowa Hawkeyys. At heavyweight, number eight, Sam Stoll is going to have number five, Nick Nevels. Heavyweight bout could truly decide the duel. If they do indeed start at 125, heavyweight could very well do it. Stoll was beat last week by Schaefer of Oklahoma State by a score of 5-4, to four, and he's going to have to wrestle inspired to beat a tough Nevels. But again, if Sam Stoll can really step up here, it could ultimately decide the meet for Iowa. They're going to need a couple upsets. And if they want to pull the team upset in the duel meet, they're going to have to have a few upsets when you look at you know some of these weights, but, but really a few upsets, you know, if they if they can get a win at 125 with bonus points, which I definitely think they can. Uh, you look at Gilman being the senior. He's wrestled on a freshman in Suriano who's very good, but Gilman might be able to play with him a little bit. Uh, 133, if Corey Clark can get a big match, maybe try to work a pin, even try to get a major decision or a tech fall. Um, who knows how good George Carpenter is going to wrestle against Clark. Then you get to 141, if Carton can upset Gulaban and 149, Sorensen can, you know, get a little redemption against Rutherford. Then you're right there. Then you get to your number one versus number 
number two with Nolf and Kemmerer, Iowa can be right in this thing. They can't wrestle uninspired like they did against Oklahoma State. And I don't like to use that term all that often, uninspired, but that's what it was. And Tom Brands was not pleased about that matchup and that meet afterwards. And you could tell in his post in his post meet conference and when he was speaking earlier this week as well. So they're probably going to need a better collective effort um, for the whole team if they want to upset Penn State than they did Oklahoma State. But again, historically, Iowa's been very, very good at rallying together in these big dual meets. Here's Tom Brands and how Iowa needs to approach Penn State. Uh, you learn every day, and regardless whether you get whipped or not, you keep learning, and we learn every day. We had a workout yesterday. We had a flight. We got on the plane, and you're always talking and getting on with it. That's the thing. We got to get on with it. Um, in this world, you get a lot of communication, uh, whether you know it's because it's easier or not, but you get more communication than certainly 40 years ago, because it takes a while to write a letter and put a stamp on an envelope. And all the ones that we got that are on our side talked about moving forward. You got Penn State, and every reply is, I like how you think, and that's what you got to do. You got to get ready for the next one. We got Penn State coming to town, and we're getting ready. There you have it. This has been your wrestling update on Hawkeyes Mike. I'm your host, Tyler Chumlin, at Tyler Chumlin on Twitter, at Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter as well. Number two, Penn State at number three, Iowa. Friday evening, Carver Hawkeye Arena in Iowa City, Iowa at 8 p.m. The meet's going to be broadcast on Big Ten Network. Are you or your local Iowa company looking for a new roof or sheet metal work? TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal specializes in low-slope commercial and industrial roofing and sheet metal. Building strong and safe in the Midwest for over 50 years, TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, located in Ely, Iowa, just south of Cedar Rapids, provides strong, expert customer service and the best quality fit for you, their customer. For a free estimate, give TNK a call at 319-848-4191 or toll free at 1-800-383-7663. You can also visit their brand new website at tkroofing.com. TNK Roofing and Sheet Metal, your home for all your low slope roofing systems. Give them a call today. Again, 319 848 4191 or toll free at 1 800 383 7663. Things were a bit better for the Iowa women's team this past week. Bluters Bunch faced off against third-ranked Maryland at Carver-Hawkeye Arena on Saturday. The team struggled early, then played what Lisa Bluter described as a fabulous second quarter. But ultimately, Maryland's talent, experience, and physicality prevailed in the second half. The Terps ended up with a comfortable 98-82 victory. Then the Hawkeyes traveled to Rutgers on Tuesday, and they turned in one of their better performances this entire season, ultimately prevailing 71 1 to 59. It was a great bounce back win from the loss to the Terrapins. The Iowa women now stand at 12 and 7 and 3 and 3 in Big Ten play. They face off against League Foe Minnesota tomorrow at 2 p.m. in Carver Hawkeye, trying to get above 500 in league play. Lisa Bluter talks about the importance of the road win at Rutgers, her team's improvement even in the loss to Maryland, and she previews the Minnesota game. Feels good uh, getting that road win uh, at Rutgers, and so uh, nice going into this game this weekend, playing back at home. You know, I felt like last weekend, even though we lost to, to Maryland, 
played well. Uh, I feel like our last three games, we've made progression. And I just want to keep that going with this game against Minnesota. You know, Minnesota kind of, you know, we, I always kind of look at it like they might have been the one that took us out of the tournament last year. You know, it was that last second shot that they hit at their place that we lost to them. And, you know, you look at being kind of one game out of the NCAA tournament, that's uh, one you can really put your finger on. And so I kind of remind that to the team. It's a, This is Minnesota team that is better than their record says because they played a really tough non-conference schedule. And within the Big Ten, I mean, they've played Maryland, Ohio State, at Michigan, at Indiana. I mean, they've played really tough places and they've played the best in the Big Ten. So I think their record is a little bit deceiving. But I am glad to see Rachel Bantam not in a uniform either. Bluter was asked about having patience with the development of her young team while still trying to reach postseason play. Even though we lost Maryland, I feel like we took a step forward. And so to me, I try not to focus so much on the wins or losses, but did we get better? And I think that's what we have to focus on because the conference is so hard. It's hard to get on a roll or on a winning streak when you're playing in a in a tough conference like this. And so I think you just have to take you know solace and did I get better today? Did we get better as a team? And I think we did. And so I feel good going into this game. I feel like we've had three good games in a row and you know that's nice progress going into the game against Minnesota. And Bluter noted with just 10 games left in the regular season followed by the Big Ten tournament, her team's focus at this point in time is one game at a time. We're trying to take one game at a time, trying to figure out, okay, you know, this Minnesota win is would be really big for us. First of all, you know, it would give us two in a row, but they're higher than us in the RPI right now. So this would be a really good RPI win for us. So those are the things that we have to look forward to and, you know, really not looking at we have to have this many wins or, you know, to get in the tournament, but kind of looking at each one individually like, okay, because I think if you could look at all 10 of them, it can be a little bit like insurmountable at times, you know, thinking about what you have to do instead, you know, take baby steps, right? Just a reminder, you can participate in our shows by offering your own comments and opinions on the Hawkeyes. The toll-free hotline is available 24 hours a day. Call 866-74-HAWKS and make your voice heard. Visit HawkeyesMike.com, go to the News and Events section, and check the links for up-to-date information on Iowa games, TV channels, team schedules, and more. You can subscribe to all Hawkeyes Mike podcasts through iTunes. And you can follow Hawkeyes Mike on Twitter, Tumblr, Medium, and Facebook. Thanks to Tyler Chemelin for the wrestling report and to Iowa's coaches and student athletes. We hope you've enjoyed this program. All Hawkeyes Mike podcasts are available and can be subscribed to on iTunes, Overcast, and other podcasting apps. HawkeyesMike.com, podcasting Iowa athletics for 10 seasons. It's all Hawkeyes all the time on HawkeyesMike.com. One passion, many voices. Nice work, everyone. Sharp broadcast. Really good. Everyone on the floor as well. Really, a lot of hustle. I liked it. This has been a presentation of Hawkeye's Mike, LLC.